0: oh goodness it has been the absolute joy of my life to host this podcast and um, I think over time I've learned a lot I have engaged a lot and I think I will miss this as I move into my next step in life and I hope that you guys will tune in and listen to Mary Womboi and uh, Dominic Wabala and uh, they will be bringing in different kind of wisdom as they continue with this
1: podcast but for me it's a rap. I think that's basically what Mary wanted me to say. I have an issue with you calling it a rap. It's not a rap. It's a pause. It's a pause. It's a pause. Oh, yes. So it's back. not goodbye. Yeah. It's see you soon.
0: So when good conversations begin, they always take a while to to complete. And I think this latest episode is one of those Amazing ones. Welcome to the state of security with myself, Leila Mohamed, Dominic Wabala and Mary Wambui. <laughs> Our mic is always on the low. I don't know why. I'm chai na But on a serious note, though, um, in the last 24 hours, the Al-Shabaab group has attempted for the third time to attack um, a military forward operating base inside Somalia. This time Mm. uh, they went into a hornet's nest and they were stung, literally. Uh, They attacked the Ethiopian People's Defense Forces base in Western Somalia and they were rebuffed like nobody's business. Mm. Uh, But considering the fact that in the last two and a half weeks, Ethiopia, SNA, UPDF have all gone under attack. Is Al-Shabaab under a new offensive or are we just being paranoid?
2: If, if, if you noticed, uh, for a long time, al Shabab was under al It's like...
0: They had gone quiet. They had gone
2: quiet. And remember and, the and entire it,
0: Ramadan period, they didn't do anything. They didn't do anything. Unlike them.
2: Yes, unlike them, because they take advantage of the Ramadan period to cause a lot of mayhem. Now, uh earlier before before Ramadan, mm-hmm. uh, there has been both local and international offensive on Al Shabaab and they had suffered a lot quite a number of things.
0: And losses. it seemed like Hassan Sheikh was really yes. getting his footing, his footing in was. terms of
2: dealing with them. True. So it 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 had it had been going on for some time to almost the belief that hey finally Al Shabaab is being done away with.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: But this seems to be their their way of of, of, of wanting to uh, assert themselves back and say, oh, we are still around mm-hmm. and we are forced to reckon with. Uh, I don't know why specifically they have chosen uh, UPDF and EPDF
3: mm-hmm.
2: to as their targets at the moment. Uh, it would uh, seem that uh, they thought they would get away with bigger, a supposed bigger victory
0: mm-hmm.
2: with the two, and that is why they went for them.
0: Is it because there have been rumours that uh, the uh, cash cows are quickly drying up, so they need to rejuvenate themselves, and the only way is to attack some of these military bases and steal uh, armour and vehicles
1: and stuff like that to keep uh, their businesses alive? I think that is partly true because um, when... When they are bombed, uh, apart from the onslaught that has been going on involving SNA, uh, you know, attacking their, you no, know, fi- hey, what do I call it, SNA going after Al-Shabaab, mm-hmm. eh? there's been the other aspect of um African bombing their hotspots. Huh? They they and they've are, been doing that areas. a lot. And you see, when they do that, they normally destroy a lot of equipment that was stolen in previous attacks. Mm-hmm. So, I, in my opinion, I would think in the process of those attacks, because there have been many, those strikes, they've lost a lot of equipment. Mm-hmm. And also, I feel... Like The reason why they, they've they kicked off another, a series of attacks is to prevent, maybe to slow down the the, the start of the second phase of the government's onslaught against them. Mm-hmm. Because the first that started last year, I think, was came really to an end. was really pace and it yes. was doing quite well. Yes, and they killed over, I hear over a thousand fighters. So in the second phase, they know they're going to be hit really hard. And uh, I think this... Now, these activities are meant to Mm -hmm. slow the start of the second phase. Mm.
0: Dominic, there's this question, and I I remember uh, President Museveni speaking very emotionally about it, and he was talking about how the American presence uh, across the border in Djibouti and the fact that they also have some of their troops inside Somalia and the fact that they conduct some serious aerial surveillance And they have been able to, like Mary says, successfully uh, drop significant bombs within Al Shabaab, um, strongholds inside Somalia. After they do that, however, it is Artemis troops who are the next in line to be attacked. So, my question is do these two missions, the African, the African mission, um, Africa Command of the United States, vis a vis the African Mission Union, do they work side by side? Do they share a mandate or everyone is in Somalia on their own volition and each one does their thing?
2: I believe they do uh, share mandates or share operational, uh, operational uh, orders or strategies because it would be foolhardy to have both teams without coordination. The, the chances of one attacking the other mm. would uh, would be very high.
0: Why do I get the uh-huh. feeling like to a certain extent it's like everyone is there on their own? Sometimes um, wow. there's intelligence to be shared, but it it's
2: not. That 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 is true. That would happen, but based on the fa- on the su- suspicion, especially by the AfriCom, mm-hmm.
3: mm-hmm.
2: AfriCom mm-hmm. on on uh, on uh, Atmis. Because of of, of 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 rumors and uh, and uh, fear of leaks mm-hmm. of intelligence to mm-hmm. to the enemy, mm-hmm. I, I believe that is what. Um, why some or, of yes, this
0: information why is some, really some, kept. Some
2: of this information is kept on their side. Yeah. But that the successful attacks by Africom actually bear consequences for the Artemis forces mm. is reason enough to make them uh, work in 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 in, in uh, hand in hand. Because at the end of the day the targets would be the Atmis forces mm-hmm. so if these were to happen and that and if it is looked at as in every time there is an Af- uh, the, an AFRICOM uh, successful operation mm-hmm. there is a repercussion on the Atmis forces the, if it is proven that is what is happening then there's reason for them to work mm-hmm. in conjunction with each other to successfully uh, uh, thwart any effort by mm-hmm. the Al-Shabaab on miss
1: but also dominic that uh, raises the question why uh, the P- updf camp was attacked hours
0: after after africom Africa had dropped had an, yes. a, 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 an assault and they had claimed they killed a senior uh,
2: al-shabab commander i believe i believe i believe there the americans had information that there was going to be an attack
3: FBI. Might have
2: been, uh, might have been the attempt mm. to try and thwart that attack. Mm-hmm. But by the time it was Still being done, the, the, no. By the time it was being done, mm. the the group that was doing that had already left.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, it it was it might might have been a late, uh, a late uh, attack
3: mm-hmm.
2: to a planned information because it is not I don't believe in coincidences mm-hmm. and it, it cannot be it cannot be by coincidence that, that this, the, is, this happening is happening after, a, the other. This, after this the other is happening I don't think that a, is,
1: and uh, the number especially most he said 54 that, uh, no not the number of those killed the number of attackers He talked, talked about 800, 800. 800 yeah. and I mean I was asking myself if these guys had planned this attack Prior, that is Al But you know, if,
0: if, if you go to the the Twitter propaganda sphere, mm. there are those who are saying that in that particular week there mm. was heavy Al Shabaab presence in that particular town of Bulomeril. Yes. Which means, should ATMIS also engage in local intelligence for them to be able to know hey, there's a heavy presence of non locals here, what's going on?
2: Uh, we were just talking uh, mm-hmm. mary mm. there's a very you see the dynamics of uh, of a situation like drc mm-hmm. the dynamics of situations everywhere else are so different from those in somalia yeah mm. there is suspicion on anybody foreign mm-hmm. anybody uh, not part of them,
0: but you know if you go to DRC you would quickly integrate into the community yes even speak a language speak where the, most people would understand would understand yeah in Somalia, in Somalia the dynamics is, are different are me different. and you and Mary would quickly be picked out yes <coughs> yeah in, in I, I you
2: remember know? the first time we went into Somalia mm. we were we had to be given uh, a written material mm. to be able to understand what you're getting into before you you even attempt to write a story, mm. or before you even attempt to start understanding the dynamics of the clan politics and mm-hmm. and all that. So, in it would be it would be very very tricky, very very tricky mm-hmm. for Atmis to do that unless they use the locals, and do they use the locals?
1: But, but again, I've, I've also been wondering. Yeah, uh, you know, Afrikom doesn't just rely on the ground intelligence. They And not just AFRICOM, even the ATMIS forces in Somalia, they've deployed a lot of aerial aerial surveillance. surveillance, Mm -hmm. So when we talk of heavy Al-Shabaab presence in, is it Bulamia? Mm -hmm. On hours before they were attacked. And assuming that is the information. Did somebody not see this? Did did somebody not, not see this or did somebody ignore this?
2: I believe, what um, really um, happened? I, I think it was. It is. Uh, and also
1: remember, Museveni's strong words against uh, some countries. He he was clear that he said Turkey we have
0: people yes. in the in this area who mm. have the capacity to undertake aerial surveillance, and yes. they, they should not have help. given they us have this given information. information. Yes. why? Yeah. yeah,
2: that that is uh, that is uh, one thing about uh, operations in in uh, Atmi's or previously. Uh, AMISOM mission in Somali, Mm -hmm. Uh, we are pulling from different directions. Every person in Somali
0: comes in with their own interests
2: interests, and uh, they only work there to serve their interests. Mm -hmm. If it works in their favor, so be it. If it doesn't, then they don't. And that is is the reason I've been saying that it will be very difficult Mm -hmm. for ATMIS or African Union Mm -hmm. To achieve the draw, the the the, the drawdown, drawdown yeah. as they expect it and to you happen. Know it is it not is, going to it happen. It is in
0: this end of June. Yeah, it is they supposed are to be end Yes,
2: and considering and considering uh, the attacks on uh, EPDF, UPDF, UPDF,
0: and and Burundi, and Burundi last
2: year. I I don't think this is going to happen anytime Talking soon. about because if, if Al shabaab has the capacity uh-huh. to do what it has done as far as 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 as, as, as late as yesterday. Mm. Then SNA is not ready to come. But, but
1: again, even if they are not ready, is the UN in support of their stay? Because I hear the now UN says they have are going no more without yes. money,
0: without salaries, yes. and that so was an issue the UPDF teams had always complained about. And going back to President Museveni, he said, "People, you are going for a peacekeeping mission. It's not a walk in the park. This yeah. is not the Masai Mara." This is the theater of war. Mm. So to a certain extent, stop thinking about allowances and start focusing on the security threat. He said it's not
1: a peacekeeping. Yeah. He said
0: it's not.
2: No, but, but... I would not want to talk In about In fact, they seven, call it
0: a peace <laughs> enforcement, <laughs> yeah. which means kikiumana, they will engage. They
2: will engage, yeah. yeah.
1: But with Al-Shabaab, uh, you, uh, you have to prepare
2: yourself. You have the to be yourself.
1: Regardless you of, be all the, all the <laughs> of their state. Did you read that story
0: from the Daily Monitor and it was published across National Africa platforms? Mm. Mm. And it's now the details are coming out pole pole. pole, <laughs> pole yes. And uh, it was interesting that um, these people had to, to rely on their peace for six days yeah. in the bush, um, as they walked and crawled in the in the in the, in the hinterland uh, to get to the next FOB where they were saved, um, according to Museveni Mary, mm-hmm. he was the, of the opinion they should have stayed, and you know, fought to mm-hmm. the Seven. gallant end.
2: Museveni is a is a typical soldier. Mm-hmm. He will he will he will say that. Uh, a soldier is not supposed to pull back. He's is it an to act against. of cowardice? It, it, it is punishable by by what what they call by court martial. By court martial, it is actually punishable by court martial. If you uh, according to
0: is cowardice an act of treason?
2: They claim it is an act of treason or oh, according to the military, you are not so unless given the order to withdraw, mm. you are not supposed to withdraw. But they were you're given orders
0: be, by two majors. You, you, they were told, to, "Let us retreat."
2: You are supposed to they engage. They that. Engage and engage. Now, uh, it, it depends on uh, it depends on, uh, on 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 how the the military establishment takes it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember uh, there were rumors at some time, even us.
0: during El Ade or
2: El-Ade, during El that uh there was a lot of backlash on the on the commanding officer. Mm. Then mm-hmm. there was a lot of backlash on him of how it was conducted he and was how, caught napping. Yeah, caught napping and, and, and why why guys did not why this was not done during this time and how Do you remember
0: that rumor T they were asleep? Yes. So it took them a while to figure uh, Come out of that grogginess it's and so just. One, I remember one, there
1: was also another attack that uh, I think happened when some soldiers were watching football, yeah. but it wasn't Kenyan soldiers. So there was a signal being um, circulated that in the football season, guys should be alert. A lot more. Alert, uh, so yeah. is this the same case repeating itself where we think Al Shabaab has been? Monitoring. Really dealt with. Mm. Now guys can relax a bit.
2: Come to think of it, there was a game that was being was pl- was being played
1: mm-hmm. that day.
2: Yesterday, day evening. That, that evening. The, that when I,
1: when UPDF was attacked.
2: Not UPDF. Uh, uh, EPDF. Oh.
1: Ah. Uh, yes.
2: Yeah, there was. There's a Champions League or Champions. UFA. UEFA. Yeah. Yeah. The, the other day. You would know. <laughs> the other day. So it, it actually sounds yeah, <laughs> quite UEFA. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, yeah. the,
0: the other one that is not UEFA. Europa.
2: Europa, yes.
0: Because yeah. I think UEFA uh, hasn't Ham, been played.
2: West Ham was playing. Yes, I think that was what.
0: So as, as, we, as we look into how Uganda has lost, and they've lost quite big. They, they are um, they're now looking into laying their fallen soldiers to rest. Uh, countries like kenya you say we have changed our tax since we suffered a similar fate in 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 el Mm ade do you think at the level where we are at now even internally we are aware of the fact that these guys are still alive i remember talking to mary just 24 hours ago and telling her hey there's been an attack in Mandera again mm. in 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 less than four days, yeah. mm. um, and we you know the ones that happen in Kenya, they're moja, Nobody has died, nobody has so we kind of feel like ah, it's quite too sour.
1: I think the the alert is really maybe I don't know I don't want to categorize it on red or green, mm. but I think they, they, they it, are quite at, alert. It, they are quite alert. At amber because, or orange, apple. Yeah. Yes, before the the attack happened in. In mandera there were some attacks that were foiled in garissa the previous week mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so i think along with that axis they're aware that there could be some activities that's why the opening of the border is really scary mm-hmm.
2: yeah, the, the, uh, what, what, when we talk about the opening of the border and the activities that are going on now in, in, in somalia mm. and considering the fact that al-shabab has really received a beating mm. in yes in the last Half a year they've really received a beating
0: since Sheikh took over, took over. there's mm-hmm. been a shift in how in we how, deal with them
2: exactly considering that all that is happening and then we go as kenya and open the border
3: mm-hmm.
2: uh, not that they might they, they they intend to come to kenya walking and, 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 and saying cover, hi and, and commit those uh, and commit the, uh, the attacks or the likes of it mm-hmm. but the possibility of those attacks happening in kenya now become more and more real
0: are we, are we just are being running, are we? scaremongers? Are, are we talking things where security... I know when a lot of security analysts listen to us and they give us feedback and they tell us, Leila and yes. Mary and, and Wabala, Lela you guys I to, I didn't get it right. right. I yes. want
2: to interfere and tell you one thing. A border is not a wall. A border is not a fence.
3: <laughs> a border is,
2: ima- is an imaginary, an line, imaginary across, line across vast tracts of land. Yes. Now... Uh, it's not manned. It's not wholly manned. That whole stretch of of uh, of, of of the border is not wholly manned. And I think it is a, one. Spe- it's a few specific points: Liboi, Mandera, the likes of it, where you'll find a border post, a crossing point. Mm-hmm. But the rest of them, you can cross anywhere. A camel herd might is
0: but able at, to cross look from at one what to, look at what the u.s has done with their common border with, with mexico with mexico they've really tried their level best but to a certain extent the desert is what it is yes and and people still sneak through despite the harshness of the terrain is it the similar situation we're experiencing between Kenyans and
2: somalia no, at least the u.s has attempted <laughs> to, to build a wall to build a wall we have done we did a fence which has been brought down redone mm-hmm. brought down mm-hmm. now we don't even have the capacity to fully man the border
0: but then you know when now, they, they talked about that border I was thinking maybe you're going to be build a brick wall you know like committee mm. in, in that
1: one but again now, guys how do we even tell what, what goes on in the borders because even the people who are supposed to check on the authorities that are mandated to ensure security along the border, especially in Northeastern, uh, maybe assuming they are audit guys, uh, and they're going to check the quality of the wall, quote-unquote, that was built, but in the we can't cross this point, it's too scary. It is too scary. So we really, really need the people who are deployed there, and the people commanding those areas to be very, patriotic, very patriotic. Yes.
0: Well, Balance since we started
2: this podcast has
0: always, always, I've said, I've always Kenyans said Kenyans are an unpatriotic
1: <laughs> lot
2: because we don't know what, unfortunately
0: uh, for us, for us. Mm. We,
2: we have put money ahead of everything else. Mm. So, at the end of the day, I am sorry to say this, mm. but the opening of the border at this time, I don't think is the best thing that can ever happen
0: to both of you. Mm. And I know possibly people in higher places within the interior ministry could be listening. If this particular episode is being heard by Kindiki Kithure, mm. how then would you advise him in terms of either holding the bricks or approaching this whole issue with caution?
2: They should approach the reopening of the border with a lot of caution and put in mind what is happening. You see, for me I, I i see it unfortunate that we are opening the border
3: mm-hmm.
2: when sheikh muhammad and especially sheikh muhammad because his one who was asserting himself in somalia and wanting to make it a better place
3: mm-hmm.
2: is has done an onslaught, the first phase of an onslaught on, mm. on on, on uh, al-shabab who looked very successful mm-hmm. and the next one is just about to begin and there seems are. to be a delay. However, uh, and here we are. It's in only in here we are opening a border mm. to the influx of unverified flow mm. of uh, people who could o- as well also be fighters. Mm. Remember, even uh, Dadab
3: mm-hmm.
2: and, uh, and 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 uh, is it Harbuswain, The other pl- have been infiltrated mm. by. Groups of people who have ended up killing or fighting inside those camps.
0: At that time, when Kenya was insisting on closing the Dab and it became a politically, diplomatically conglomerate of issues, and I th- and I remember the then CS Matiangi insisting, "We will close this, mm-hmm. whether it will be a, an unpopular decision." And human rights groups came in and said, "Wait." But then again, now going now into what you're saying, or oh, Wabala do you feel like to a certain extent uh, kenyan security interests sometimes override a few human rights interests
2: i mean kenya comes first it's 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 a country if the influx of 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 uh the refugees or or the fighters Mm -hmm. compromises the country's security something has to be done and if it's a decision that you need to close up the camps, mm-hmm. then so be it for the interest of the country. Instead of opening it up, okay, so you're opening it up mm-hmm. on human rights grounds and the likes of it. And then now when when, when, <coughs> when, when Kenyans start being slaughtered, left-right and, and center, is that not a breach of the human rights?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, But why is it that... But
0: human rights based on the Somali population coming
2: in for help. Now that is the challenge that we are having. Human rights based on the Somali people coming. The thing is that how then do you know that this is this person? They have to undergo screening. Screening. Which screening is what we are, we, we call a breach of human rights.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and you see now they're about to open the immigration offices, yes in garissa, <laughs> so me, my worry was initially when the CIA said they're opening the borders and you know the usual government promises where they want maybe to appeal to a certain donor or something, but now when it seems like it's being actualized, mm. the thing really scares me because really? we are we're in the process of converting Kakuma and Adab refugee camps into, into settlements. Into settlements. And what do you mean by that? You mean that um, you've once you've okay, once you've opened up the borders, these people are free to move to into come. Somali and also come back. When somebody <clears throat> travels to Somali maybe quote unquote to see their family, because they have the permits, are you sure that they met their family members? Yes. Are you sure no. that whatever they are coming in uh, You know, you don't have to even carry weapons and all. You You can carry something that's
2: uh, destructive on your phone. Is it a
1: populist move?
2: It's a populist move. I want to give you a very scary incident. Mm. Two weeks ago, a man and a young man of Somali origin, an Mm -hmm. old man and a young man of Somali origin, went to immigration, and they went to seek for passports. Mm they don't know english they don't know kiswahili so somebody was interpret somebody else of somali origin who was who had come to get a passport a lady mm-hmm. was interpreting for them he was being asked where is your id
3: mm.
2: he doesn't have an id they don't have both don't have an id where is your Bart where is your birth certificate they don't have no birth certificate where where is your id his id where were you born mock tissue but the and in- and and and, 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 and they have no papers, and where did you get your? ID. You, where did you get your ID, Musambweni? <laughs> so, these guys didn't know what to do with them.
0: You know, that's and, become and, 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 an emotive issue within that community, and 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 for a very long time they felt like uh, they are not re- recognized as Kenyan citizens, and it's really.
2: Opening up a can of worms. That is that is pretension because just people don't want to be vetted like everybody else. Everybody mm -hmm. who comes from the border is subjected to vetting.
1: It is unfortunate that they feel sidelined, but at the same time, we cannot risk the lives of forty million Kenyans because Mm -hmm. you don't want to be vetted.
2: Because you don't want to be. I get vetted. My child, born and bred in Nairobi, goes to Mashambani only Mm -hmm. for holiday. Mm -hmm. Is vetted when they want to get an ID in Nairobi. Mm -hmm. So, wh- what is this about not wanting to be vetted? Everybody gets vetted. Everybody who comes along from 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 border towns
0: mm-hmm. gets vetted. For many, it's been the issue around they feel there's no inclusion when it comes to them, and um,
1: uh, that's why they've always considered the. But I think rest Leila, also that is partly shifting, and especially with the trends that Al Shabaab nowadays because kitambo used to be soft mm-hmm. eh? where, where you, you can be treated in some type of way but now we are seeing al-shabab mm-hmm. so everybody now is subject level to subject the playing field yes. yes
2: so it is not it's not selective
1: so when kenya had a whole delegation
0: of um, the defense and the interior ministry and also the foreign affairs ministry. And on the other side, the Somalis had uh, that thing. Do you feel like the current commander-in-chief um, may have opened up this conversation way too early? Because what is it that he knows now that presidents Mwaiki Kibaki, and Uhuru Kenyatta did not wish to engage in over
1: 10 years. In my opinion, I feel, Leila, just as the settlement scheme is going to take a period of a few years for for it to be implemented, I feel they should also wait for the mechanisms of controlling, providing security, offering surveillance put in place within the right time and you know, so that the borders can be opened. Yeah. And you see when we talk of border opening, Dominica mm. it's not a Kamalanga. Borders mm. mm. what,
2: yeah.
1: what, what we we to But, but I've
2: been
0: to Bulahawa Mandera border mm. and people are crossing. Yes. Even in Moyale. People, people can send cross. kids to mo- mm. to to Somalia because there's no in fact that's a very unique border cause. Mm. They don't even have a uh, no no man's land yes somalia kenya na ya bulahawa somalia no there's
2: there's no man's land it's just that we have built on no man's land mm. we had the same thing in busia where no man's land was an establishment i, I mean the, the the only thing mm-hmm. was that then now criminals started using no man's land
0: oh cuz you couldn't you, be arrested, on either, be arrested on either side you arrested on
2: either side that that is that is how no man's land but There's a stretch of land, mm-hmm. uh two hundred meters or something like that, that is always left open mm-hmm. f- for both sides. It, it, and like uh like you're saying in in uh, on, on the Kenya Somali border where there is none, because there has I believe there has they have they've have seen no need to do that
3: mm-hmm.
2: so far. But So
0: So that's my question now with somalia now just at the brink of being accepted into the EAC, they will be enjoying certain um rights and 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 and, and, and things like the one border post yeah. uh, will we now have a different structure from how we see the moyale the Busia namanga, namanga mm-hmm. border crossing points that,
2: that is what maria just has just pointed out that before we rush into this, opening the border and all that, mm. I believe there is, it is necessary. It is important that we put in mechanisms to be able to make that movement and everything, mm. realistic and and, uh, and, and uh, realistic and, and workable for both countries.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, like such, well, that, uh-huh.
2: such that we, 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 we just don't have unchecked movements mm. in the name of having an open border. So there, there are structures uh, that are supposed to be put in place uh, to be able to do that does the that, kenya
0: defense forces now need to build more barracks
1: on that,
2: on I, that I think
0: duane said
1: uh, the csd already said they've set up uh, fobs along the kenya somali border but you see the kenya somali border stretches too long all
2: the way from kyunga all oh, the way to mandera to mandera yes Wait, so it's, it's st-
1: about 800 kilometers
0: yes.
2: so 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 at what point are we going to be putting fobs
1: mm.
2: at what points
1: and also the and, and,
2: and putting those <clears throat> fobs mm. is actually exposing our soldiers mm. to
3: attacks yeah
2: so it, it and and that is the reason I'm is supporting marriage. Yes.
1: Are we is setting it a up a we for be here without, without in conducting enough Africa? Exactly. That's why I'm
0: asking. When yeah. the president was asked about this question, mm. and um I love my president. He's very articulate and when he speaks he, he he draws you in. But sometimes do you feel like the counsel he gets is way too ambitious and people have not really thought through the finer print
2: on this i believe was too rash on the opening of the border mm. i believe it's too rush
0: i hope you don't regret it do you think because it hasn't happened yet
2: it hasn't happened yet
0: do you think the, the that possibly um where Ulinzi house are vis-a-vis uh, jogo house was it no uh the president's the office president's office do, do 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 those two officers now sit and say, hey, let's talk to Alfred Mutua's team, and also let's see what um, the office where Nurdin is going. Uh, can we now have a multi-agency meeting urgently?
2: I believe they should be having that. If it's not there, then the more reason we should get scared. If, it is, if that hasn't been done yet, if they haven't had a task force to discuss and look into these, mm. we're in big trouble.
0: And are we sure, Mary, mm-hmm. that on the other side, they have the capacity to do all these things the way we do? Because <laughs> they have quite a young young CDF. He's just been promoted to Major General. Yesterday or the day before that, Mary, mm-hmm. I was looking at um, the Villa Somalia feed mm-hmm. and um, they were celebrating. He's quite a young man. And I remember he came to Nairobi and he was talking to General Kiboti and it felt like his son, uh, yeah, yes, <laughs> and they were same not not same rank, but same appointment. Same mm-hmm. appointment, and you yeah. know sometimes appointment in military supersedes the rank.
2: Yes, supersedes the rank. So, no, I I I, I hope, I hope that uh, we know what we are doing, getting into the opening of the border, mm-hmm. and uh systems and mechanisms are going to be put in place to actualize that opening the border, mm. but with the needed, uh, the needed uh, uh, precautions.
0: What if the commander-in-chief says, we know what's going on inside Somalia, we know the threat of Al-Shabaab, we have gone through the paces and we have done the mathematics and all the intelligence, and we are going ahead, despite what
1: people think about it.
2: It will be done. He's the commander-in-chief. There's yeah. nothing else you can do
1: about it. His order is literally His order is Lord. literally a decree. Mm.
2: So you can't you can't change that. But Ow. let's just. I'm and, and I'm hoping. That our podcasts are listened to and all that. They had, Let's, because
0: we get a lot of feedback in terms of the kind of content we talk about. There are those who say, here, mulisemaivi makosa, here, mulisemaivi vizuri. So it means many people in the right places are actually, are, listening. actually
2: listening. Yeah, I hope mm-hmm. that this is taken with caution.
0: Is this because, heavy? Because
2: because because you, you, you have just said it is a young team and all that on the other side. A young team that is tr- it's being... Uh, pushed to establish itself firmly mm-hmm. on the ground, but <clears throat> do they have the capacity? Is the same way we are talking about the drawdown? Are we, uh, 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 is is Somali ready for a drawdown that Atmis moves out? At, and I'm afraid. I think Atmos even
0: Atmis <coughs> itself is not ready for a drawdown, um, and I think uh, the defense CS. Uh, Aden Duale in a meeting in Uganda was saying, "Hey, um, why are we in a rush?" But I think it's it's not at It's not the African Union's decision to make anymore. This is coming all the way from you know whoever pays the piper plays the tune.
2: Yeah, EU. That's,
0: that's... So the EU and the U, the United Nations are saying, "Guys, uh, we have looked at the other war on the other side, and it's taken us a lot of money, so we have to ref- reconfigure." Uh, what you guys are doing down there? So, do we really need uh, ten thousand soldiers? Maybe not. Let's have five.
1: But, but also on the bright side, uh, um, this is a new government. Huh? It's still establishing how it wants to run its ac- its activities. You think they can change their mind? And uh, no, in terms of the yeah. borders. Yes. No, 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 no. I don't think so. Well, unless something major happens, they, they might maybe temporarily close them. So my But my point is, uh, this is a new government that seems interested in opening up the northeastern region, mm-hmm. the south-rift, no, the north-rift region where there's been a lot of banditry attacks. So... Uh, I don't want to assume that the decision to even involve UK in constructing you know in doing projects along the border so that we can ensure uh, safety is is something that just happened it it probably was well thought out out. but also if the bigger picture for this government is to open up these regions the way they've never been opened up before Mm They have then to take the bold step to ensure that systems there are working. And maybe these are the baby steps. Let me ask you Uh, and and every time Ukianza project. (laughs) Angalia to
0: that entire stretch Mm. from Garissa Mm. to Mandera. Mm. Look at how Al Shabaab have been strategic. Mm. They've ensured that we have no tarmac road network in that area area. and all attempts by government to build tarmac roads have been faced with serious attacks. Mm. They've really gone ahead to weaken Mm. our mobile network communication systems there. Mm. And every time they come at some point people are asking themselves why do they bother with safari masks? Now you know uh, the significance of Mm. that area going dead silent. If they are ever to do anything of a large magnitude mm. before help comes only god
1: so help us god but but also Leila, um, let me ask, also pose the same question to you differently mm. for example um a mall has been attacked in nairobi do you decide that you'll never go to mall to the mall because it was targeted in the previous attack does the president announce that there'll be no more construction of shopping Shopping malls malls in nairobi because they are being targeted by by terrorists let me tell you
0: when westgate mm -hmm. was attacked Mm -hmm. i used to have a fear of going into malls until now you know the way human nature is to forget quite frequently yeah. yeah. these days i am that kind of a person even my family have to like pull me out of the mall to uh, talk uh, uh, mm. a yeah. sasa you
1: know so i think they using the same thinking probably uh, it's important to show al-shabab that you've not won you cannot manage to demarcate northeastern province from the rest of kenya you see, maybe, but but also, you know, it's good, but it requires lots and lots of thinking and planning and everything. Because we've also seen Lamu, when the government is making roads in Lamu, the the contractors get attacked on the road. Mm. So how do we do this? How do we ensure that? And I think that's the biggest reason why President Kenyatta, in his
0: wisdom, decided, Mm-mm. you know, I'm going to make Manda Bay from just a small camp mm. into, into a, a full military base. base. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it being there is really significant because of the Bony enclave, mm. as well as uh, the lapsed route yeah. from, from the from Lamo Port, Port all the, the way. And I think even the neighboring countries were looking at if the road has... People are being attacked and the road is not finished. Mm. Will our cargo even reach where it is going?
1: So then the question here is no longer about uh, if to open the borders. Yes, the borders should be opened. But then how do you do this? What process do you use? Do you make it an abrupt decision that, you know,
2: Eh? That, that is that is the, the no, fear that we is have. The issue. That is yes. that is the fear. Not that it, we don't want the border to be open. Yes, let the border be open. Yeah. In fact, the the, the 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 better for us when it is opened mm. because trade and everything will be fine. But like you've just mentioned, Al shabaab makes sure you don't have a, road, mm-hmm. a good road network there mm-hmm. and not, no no uh, communication. Mm-hmm. They target Safaricom, mm-hmm. uh, whatever the, the mass and all that now will opening the border enable this to happen? Because we need those things there.
1: Mm. And, and also...
0: You know, at some point, even in, in traveling to Mandera internally, many people have been forced to go via air. It's expensive, yes. but I think for many, they're looking at...
1: I've gone I will Rode. get there. No, no, that was in Mandela, sorry. Oh, hey, Mandera my is friend, risky. going Mandera. to Mandela by road is like yeah. a whole week. Yeah. It's risky and far. Yes. And so I was also saying that um, so you've decided to open the borders and you're taking the same police officers uh, to the borders so when you if you want to punish you take them to the border when you the border but they are not well Or you them rookies uh, so maybe you're transferring the same issues we've been having for so long. Huh? We
2: just trans, you Actually, you're transferring them, but not she, solving
1: I wish they were giving the officers manning the borders more incentives. Because
0: I it's feel... There, there's, a, there's
2: hardship allowances that me, they're supposed to get. I don't but know if they if, them.
0: If that hardship allowance, is it a drop in the ocean or is it something uh, worthwhile?
1: Because it's, the feeling I have about our security agencies is, yes, they are patriotic and they require just that car push. For them to act in a patriotic manner, yeah. but who is there? Who is willing to ensure that it happens?
2: No, if if I've been taken there on mm-hmm. on a punitive on on punitive mm-hmm. measures, mm-hmm. how do you expect me to be patriotic?
1: If you're given but an APC
2: that will be bombed, really, yes. An APC that is not an APC. But nowadays,
1: the, the government has begun a new chorus that I'm calling it a chorus because Kindiki has repeated it several times. The president has mentioned it, I think, at least three times now, that they are investing 20 billion in uh, infrastructure, equipment, and everything. For the police? For the police. Oh. Yes. Then. And oh. a part of that money is also meant for protection along security along the borders. So, what's going to
0: go, jet. It means like it is all doom. Is Le- it? Le- Le-
2: Leila, <laughs> uh, the border between Kenya and Somalia
0: is not been the
2: trickiest.
0: place can't go to the ministry. Like yes. the world. the I think that's one of those places. That is one
2: of those places. And you know what? this the, It's on record that so many uh, uh, administrative and security agents, Kenyan administrative and security agents, have been abducted,
3: mm-hmm.
2: have been killed along the border, along those areas. We are opening, and we haven't seen anything significant. Mm-hmm. To change the situation that as it has been, and we are opening, so what do we expect
0: so at the end of the day um, al Shabaab has continued with its assault every time we think we've've we we've, are we've, we've, done with this snake in its head, it keeps on reengineering itself. Mm. Even as when I was listening to Kithure Kindiki and his colleague, Muhammad Ali from Somalia, they were both looking at an inter-country, multi-agency approach. And this would mean that both countries would need to walk the talk Mm. and do a lot of groundwork uh, to enable intelligence and security agencies, as well as uh, defense. To really do their job,
2: I have very little hope in that happening. I, I I don't see it happening. I mean, the 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 last time this kind of effort has been done was when Kenya was trying to establish help assert SNA in SNA in Somalia mm-hmm. for them to manage themselves. Yes, that is the difference between uh, KDF in somali as in under Amisom and Atmis mm-hmm. and the other uh, EPDF, UPDF, and all that, they have tried. They, they, there is there an, is an the assimilation approach, where an area is taken over by Atmis. Uh, they allow the locals to establish their own administration, with their support. Mm-hmm. Once they established, they move out and do something else. Now you remember in El Ade that. When KDF came under attack in El Ade, mm-hmm. the SNA camp that was adjacent had been vacated hours before the attack on, on KDF yes. happened. Yeah? And
0: they never said anything. And they never to the said Kenons.
2: anything or that did anything. Now uh try and educate me. <laughs> How the same KDF Or the same Kenya Mm -hmm. is supposed to be comfortable and say yeah these guys will manage the security on the border as we does it make sense is it the people you can sit and trust and say okay we are going to work this
0: so it's not a question of capacity it's a question of trust
2: it's like both capacity and trust
0: do we think that SNA as is has the capability to secure Somalia within its ranks
2: it is the reason the drawdown might not happen.
0: <laughs> so where's the future of Artemis, Mary? It's supposed to end in twenty twenty four in less than a year.
1: Well, I think they'll have to look for extra funding. But I don't I also don't see them leaving.
0: Do you think AU thing. can have the capacity and say we will look for resources within Africa and pump into Atmis? and keep that mission alive. But it by the end of AMISOM, Mm. and they were bringing in a transitional mission, I think it's no longer about keeping it alive. It's about about Africa exiting and leaving Somalia to its own
2: resources. To its own resources. I think that we might end up having that because as it is, I don't think uh, we have, uh, even the African Union itself is struggling Mm. to sustain its its projects and its administrations and mandates.
0: Because, remember, people forget that all these uh, missions, they are not only defense-based. We have police officers, we, we yes, have intelligence, we have ent- and we have civilian, civilian workers yes. under ATMIS yes. or AMISOM before that.
1: What happened to the U.S. soldiers who were to be deployed
0: they were they went back yes they went back remember when we were in in somalia in 2021 mm. this was immediately after president uh, trump had said they were no, exiting no
1: not, not those ones remember there was, there was i think team, last year there's a yeah, time there was a biden said there's a
0: time after he came into power yes. Yes. that's what i'm talking about remember hmm. president trump at the tail end of his tenure had asked all his troops to leave Somalia,
2: yeah, leave Somalia and, and those live.
0: are consideration that if there's anything needed to be done inside Somalia, it would just come from across the border in Djibouti. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, Djibouti takes their command from Germany. So a weird
3: arrangement. <laughs> yeah, we uh, yeah.
0: yeah African commander is in Germany, not yeah. even in Djibouti. Yeah. Uh, but um, Djibouti is a critical point for them. So I'm thinking when we were, when we were with Mary in 2021, I think we saw some semblance of a tiny but significant presence of the Americans in Kismayo. Uh, We we didn't get a chance to go to Mogadishu, but I know even in Mogadishu they have presence there because they have an embassy as well. Uh, The
2: the Americans have been been in Somalia for quite a long time. I remember way before, uh, I think it was in June 2011, before kenya went into into Mogadishu. i think they went they into there.
0: in they went into somalia immediately after the fall of siad bare yeah. and you remember their uh, experience then and uh, it bore that very interesting movie it is what you're calling black, uh, black Hawk Hawk, down. Yeah.
2: it is what uh, what, what advi- uh, advice informed the decision to now have a formation of Amisom. Because the Americans didn't want to go themselves into the ground.
0: But they were really, really interested in how Operation Lindanchi Sledgehammer yes. uh, was really not Lindanchi, Operation, Operation Sledgehammer, Sledgehammer Hama, yeah. How it was significant and how Kenya won uh, they, they, they,
2: they, it has, over
1: the port of
0: Spain. It,
2: it has baffled them.
1: They they even gave yes. CDF an award. Yes. You remember? It is, yes.
2: It has baffled them to And they the, took him today. to the
1: US for studies, I think.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: The expectation was the expectation was uh, Kenya was doing ground and uh, no
0: air assault.
2: Yeah, and 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 seemed to be doing very well, and then I think I believe there was the reason Ugandan choppers uh, crashed in Mount uh, Kenya. Mm -hmm. That was in preparation for the assault on Mogadishu on uh, kismayu Mm -hmm. and then uh, KDF just did an about turn, while the front. Was seen as the the the, the 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 boots on ground in Madwo would have been the best way of and the likes of them as they were marching and Tabda yeah and Tabda as they were marching, KDF went through the sea yeah and caught those guys unaware yeah and by the time they realized it had been taken over, mm-hmm. it was too late for them. They just walked away.
0: Do you think because we know the 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 head? of the Al-Shabaab is still in Jubaland. And, and, and Jubaland is where um, it is headquartered in Kismayo. Do you think to a certain extent whatever is going on in the rest of Somalia we really need to relook how to deal with the Al-Shabaab headquarters?
2: We need to... It's, it's actually not about headquarters. Mm-hmm. It's about how to demystify what Al-Shabaab is Al-Shabaab is Al-Shabaab is not this huge uh, ogre that people tend to believe it is mm. it is
0: there are people like you and I
2: yeah there are people like you and in fact if you have encountered a few of them captured
3: mm-hmm.
2: and, and they are young boys who are indoctrinated and don't understand what they are doing? They're just saying it is jihad. Mm-hmm. But but they, you 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 try and understand and, and want to understand what they are talking about, and they can't even express express themselves. So for me, they they are supposedly quoted in uh, in Jubaland. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I, I don't know why I'm not convinced.
0: <laughs> so how do we close this conversation? Because I think when we, when the three of us sit, um, it's always the conversation just flows. Paka naisha. But as we close this conversation, how then does Kenya relook its strategy in terms of securing her borders vis-a-vis um, the reopening of that border vis-a-vis the threat, and this threat is not just. On the other side of the border, it is here also
2: yeah, I think Kenya we as Kenyans, one like I always say patriotism, patriotism patriotism, two is that we should look Kenya should look at the threat
3: mm-hmm.
2: in reality, not think about what might what might not happen or how we have done this and We we must think about our security vis a vis uh, in relation to Al Mm Shabaab on a daily basis as it evolves. That is how we should look at it. Mm -hmm. That to think that you have beat Al Shabaab is a fallacy. Because, like I'm saying, Al al Shabaab is not an identified individual, it is
1: an ideology.
2: It is an ideology, exactly. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: And uh, how do you? do away with an ideology. Mm-hmm. We have said we beat Mungiki.
0: Mm.
2: And then just the other day... At they DCI, keep
0: cropping up. Uh,
2: I mean, there they were. And you are like... And, and they are still
3: you vibrant the way they are. Where do these
2: people come and, from. Yes. Mm. And you wonder, we, these guys are supposed to have been eliminated. Where do they come from? So, like Mary says, it's an ideology that needs to be dealt with. Mm-hmm. Not... Uh, getting hold of leila and say yeah, i've gotten the head of valshabab that is a waste of time
1: and and also is as uh, i was about to say as a government we are not government <laughs> is, is a country, <laughs> huh? a, a, as a country you pay taxes to government so i think
3: <laughs> no it if, is allowed. i would
1: say as a government if i was working for the government but as a country we also need to check the way we behave and especially those people who've been given positions in government Mm -hmm. because there's no way corruption can be so high in government and then you're telling a police officer to be ethical along the border.
2: border,
1: And secondly, there's no way you can tell somebody that um, uh, you're supposed to you are supposed to wait and you're supposed to work hard for you to get to a certain level of amassing wealth. Mm-hmm. Yet the same person is seeing other people stealing government money, money that's supposed to even fund their education. no! when you're when you're talking about ideologies, you have on a reason num to If I'm stealing from you and at the same time I'm coming to you to tell to tell you to vomilia, I mean surely. Huh? So once the government has also worked on its um, issues plan, that also will also help a, a big way in.
0: I think I hear both of you, and I'm um, I'm just hoping that uh, whoever is listening um, takes it in and 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 because we speak about issues that we've engaged with with so many Kenyans and we talk about their fears because not so many people are able to get the opportunities that we do get. Uh, But I hope the country and those in charge of serious entities within the country are listening and they can take heed uh, before making um, decisions that uh, many are looking into in terms of securing this country. It's been the conversation around... National Security, State of Security podcast. I've been your presenter, Leila Mohamed.
1: Mary, one boy. Hey, Leila, you can't just end it like that.
0: And Dominique Wabala. Mary, you to
1: Hey, Please say something. Oh,
0: goodness. It has been... The absolute joy of my life to host this podcast. And um, I think over time I've learned a lot. I have engaged a lot. And I think I will miss this as I move into my next step in life. And I hope that you guys will tune in and listen to Mary Wamboy and uh, Dominic Wabala. And uh, they will be bringing in different kind of wisdom as they continue with this podcast. But for me, it's a wrap. Uh, I cannot... Say how much emotion I feel right now, but I am excited that um I am leaving it at the hands of two extremely extremely um intelligent experienced and uh one of the two top people I've worked with in covering security as journalists so
1: I think that's basically what Mary wanted me to say. I have an issue with you calling it a rap. It's not a rap. it's a pause. It's a pause. It's a pause. Oh, yes. So it's back. not goodbye, yeah. it's see you soon. <clears throat> so, uh, Leila, we've really, really enjoyed you being the host of this podcast. Uh, of course, we're going to miss you. And uh, we wish you all the best in your next assignment. Asante. And uh, if the assignment allows you to join us, please. Oh, please
0: call me. I'll I'll, (laughs) I'll look for time we have these
1: conversations.
0: Mm. Um, It's one of those conversations that are close to my heart. Yes. Wabala. (laughs) why are you staring you know you're looking at me those sons of uh, <laughs> you're, you're speaking more with your eyes than bombshell. your mouth you
2: you dropped a bombshell on us so I, <laughs> I, I mean at least on me i would I not grasp what you are trying to say but all in all uh wishing you the best uh, in your next next endeavor and we hope that uh this is not the end that uh we'll still have this podcast like mary says one way or another Amazing. when we get the chance mm-hmm. and it allows you Please come and let's continue with this patriotic definitely, endeavor that you're definitely.
1: trying to do. Yeah, yeah and one thing mm-hmm. I'll miss most about your hosting the podcast is the way you give personal experiences. Huh? With almost every every topic we're discussing, you yeah. never miss a personal experience. <laughs> that, that personal touch to, touch to the discussions is really, really good. So, whatchatu
0: 27 niya sante. Nigod
1: uh,
0: too.
1: But
0: I will definitely miss this team. Please invite me. I'll come over. Um do stay tuned. The gang is not going anywhere. It's still here, still vibrant. Uh, with more and more content in terms of securing the country and just looking at how the state of national security is uh, lots more podcast coming out in the next few weeks if not months. So yeah um I can just say Kwaheri for now, Kwaheri niya kuonana, see Kabisa. And um, please do tune in to the next episode. But for now, it's goodbye.